Hello, everybody. Welcome to Following Jesus with Christ Church. My name is Andrew Vandermoss, one of the pastors at Christ Church. And I'm Addison Hawkins, friend, colleague, and co-host with Andrew. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we hope to share some observations and some stories about following Jesus from our little perspective here at Christ Church in Grand Rapids. Hey friends, it's Addison here again, and I want to invite you to our upcoming event called the Labrie Way Conversations with Schaefer. This three-week online event is available to you for free. You don't have to know anything about Labrie. You don't have to know anything about Francis Schaefer. All you have to do is sign up. You'll get the lectures handed to you in an email, and you can then listen to them, come prepared for some discussion, and we'll talk about them. These lectures are so ripe for right now, when we're asking questions about how do we live? What do we do with our Christian faith? How does it impact our time during COVID. So why don't you pause this right now, go down to the show notes, click the link and sign up. Well, here we are. It's just Addison, me, Andrew Vandermoss. We're calling this episode 29, a prime number for a couple of prime guys with a prime (laughs) audience working towards the conclusion of what we're calling season number one. We have had a great time doing these podcasts over the last 10 weeks. Wouldn't you agree with that, brother? Absolutely. And just so everyone is clear, there is no paid sponsorship from Amazon on this. Prime. Prime oh, number. I had to, took me a while there. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, yes, episode 29, prime number. Um, we wanted to just take a couple of minutes and thank those of you who have been listening for listening uh, just do some review. Where did we begin? Why did we begin? Kind of what are some of the things that we've learned along the way? And then where are we going with the future of the Christ Church or the Following Jesus with Christ Church podcast? So just think back, Addison, 10 weeks ago, why well, did we begin? <laughs> um, well, you know, it's funny how it all did happen. I got an email and some texts from you that was like, we got to start a podcast. Uh, this was, you know, March 13, 14, 15 ish time that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right. When things were, were really changing for us on a yes. local level. Right. I mean, things had been changing globally before that for some time, but for us specifically in our context, it all changed that weekend. It's yeah. easy for me to remember. I was supposed to preach that Sunday and that was the first Sunday that we canceled service uh, due to, to the COVID and Corona virus. So we started this podcast for that reason. We started because the church no longer could gather locally. And we're going to talk some about this here in a little bit, but um, as something that we've learned but we still needed to connect. We still needed to connect with our members, with our people. We were hoping to share stories and observations of what this was doing in people's lives and how they were responding to it. And I think, you know, for it, it came together really quickly, kind of met on that Sunday night at church and had our first episode, try to challenge all of you to go back and listen to for sure. And just see where we've come from. Um, we just got together and just, it just happened really fast, but I think it was a really good move. It was a really good move to, to bring people in, to have those conversations and to begin to think about our current cultural moment. Yeah. It's interesting. I had, 
I don't know if I had any, I had the sense like we, we need to have an avenue where people can hear from each other and connect. And I remember from some of our listeners very early on, they're like, oh, I, I cried when I heard your voice. Like my kids usually say that, but <laughs> it was, uh, there, there's was just joy. that, there's something that's important about, about having that connection. But I had no concept of, 29 episodes later, right. we, we'd still be doing this thing. I don't really know what I thought, but 10 weeks carrying out. Um, and I know for me, it's been a huge blessing just to yeah. be able to talk with all the different folks, listen to the different stories, hear different perspectives on what people were wrestling with, uh, what are some of the challenges, opportunities that Christchurch people have had going through the coronavirus time and it's just been a huge blessing and I hope that it's been a blessing to other people as well. So if you were going to say like what are some of the things that have stood out to you Addison that we have learned from the conversations that we've had? Yeah, that's a that's a really great question. I think in terms of this this podcast there really are a, a few things that we've noticed. Um, you know, one that we've certainly learned is just the importance of the church scattered. Um, you know, we, we were a church gathered, you know, we gathered locally for everything that we did, whether that was for Sunday corporate worship, you know, Wednesday nights, our C groups would gather, um, we, youth, you know, ministry. That was youth ministry, everything was sort of focused around gathering and there'll be a time when we go back to this and that will be true too. Um, but the church is scattered at this point, but it doesn't mean that the there isn't a church. The church still exists. The church is still, you know, the avenue in which God is bringing his blessing and, you know, his mercy and his grace. He's working the word into people's life. He's still doing that. It's still happening. It's just, it's scattered, not gathered. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that we have in our theology. We recognize that the church is not the building, uh, the church is the people. We've got the the church throughout time, the church throughout space, all of these different things. That yes. That is the church. But this has just really given us an opportunity to see that in, in a different way maybe than we weren't. I sometimes have said to other folks, and maybe I've said it on this podcast as well, like I have a lot of different muscles in my body, but I don't use them all all the time. Right. And it's like when you do those CrossFit workouts, uh, you realize like that's a muscle I haven't used in a while. And in some ways, we're talking about the church scattered where we've been using muscles that were there, but they were almost a little bit latent mm-hmm. and uh, we haven't had to use them. And now we've had to use them. And I think that's the thing that's been so encouraging to me is just in hearing the stories hearing how God through his people, many of them uh, who gather at Christ church has been working it out, whether it's been on the front lines of the medical community, whether it's been in uh, caring for elderly parents, whether it's been worshiping with and discipling families at home, whether it's been talking to neighbors or, I mean, there's just a whole host of other ways in which the church has been the church. And that has been so, so uh, uh, encouraging to me. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think a lot of times as, you know, ministry leaders, we think it all has to run through us. You know, that's maybe the, the so prideful, um, you know, um, 
that's just that, that, that sort of me focused way of saying that it's certainly not the way that we would ever approach ministry, but oftentimes you do think that way. You think, well, I'm, you know, I went to seminary for this. I'm, I'm the one who's on staff paid for these things and has to right. go through me. But what we've seen and what we learned through this is just something that we knew before, you know, the priesthood of all believers in that it takes all of Christ's people, all of those that are following Jesus to be the church we've known that before, but we're just seeing it in a fresh and different way right. in a way in which only a, a tumultuous event like this can really bring forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way God has worked oftentimes. I mean, Absolutely. we think back, we've, I know we've referenced the diaspora before on the po- podcast, but that was God's means of moving the church out. The church needed to go on mission. It needed to spread from Jerusalem Judea through Samaria to the ends of the earth. And it wasn't going to happen if God didn't do something disruptive in their midst in order to force them out into all of the ends of the earth. And God has done that. There's always been these sort of internal or or these disruptions that, that push out the church in different ways. It's been really interesting even just to think about how we in this time when we don't gather just connected with the persecuted church around the world, um, folks that that oftentimes have to fight for small gatherings, don't have the op- uh, the option of large gatherings. So that, that's been a very humbling thing for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a sense of solidarity with the persecuted church now that we can, though different circumstances, you know, similar sort of outworkings during this time for us here in the States, just, you know, it's not that anyone's telling us we can't worship and we can't gather. It's just recommended that we, we do that for the health and safety of other people. And, you know, we had the missions festival not too many weeks before this all happened. And that was one of the nights we, we spent praying for the persecuted church, Turkey, different areas uh, around the country, China, even as the, as all this was happening. And, um, it does, it sheds a new light on what it's like to be a part of the persecuted church in different parts of the world. And hopefully it gives us um, some food for thought as we move forward. And as we sort of begin to work those muscles that we haven't worked in a couple months, we start to yeah. work on those again right. as we gather. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know for myself, and I'm sure you will concur with this, you know, in ministry, you often think about that Ephesians 4 passage where it says he's given some to be teachers and apostles for the equipping of the saints. Mm. And I I guess just coming out of this or being in, being reminded of the church scattered and the importance of that, it really brings into mind the focus on equipping Uh, equipping versus consuming. I'm not saying that those are completely opposite, but again, we can be so focused on, hey, get everybody to come here and, you know, come to this, come to that. And and those are are great. We want to always invite people and be welcoming. But some of it is we need to be on mission. And then that that puts some impetus on on you and me and Bryant and, and others to really equip people so that they are ready to disciple in the home, to be evangelistic in the neighborhood, to, uh, to be apologetic at the work in the workplace. Yeah, that's great. I think I would agree with you. This has been again, thrust in front of us during this disruption in a way that 
would we articulate this truth pre-COVID? Well, yeah, I mean, we would. It just, it's, again, it's, it's a different way that we've had to work these muscles, this equipping. I mean, in some sense, it's good. It's for me, I've really thought a lot about how Jesus did this through the gospels and through his ministry. And he was always, you know, bringing people alongside him and working through his ministry, equipping them to carry on his mission after he left. And so it's always been central to the church and to what, you know, what following Jesus looks like. We've just had to be creative, think differently, uh, enhance how we do that and really encourage God's people that they, that they are doing these things. They can do these things. It doesn't take a staff to necessarily pull off the things we were doing before, but rather, as we've already said, we can see how God's people do these things. And we just need to come alongside them and equip them, give them resources, you know, give them a, a, you know, a virtual digital hug to tell them they're doing a great job and just keep it up. Like this is the church at work and we're here to help equip you do this. Right. And, you know, of course, during this time, we've had to rely a lot on technology, which is, you know, we've had a podcast uh, with Kevin Martin just a couple of weeks ago talking about uh, technology and kind of its utility in the broader sphere and some of the limitations and all of that. And, and I think that is one of the things that we're coming, uh, that will be a lasting mark of our COVID time. Like what, what did we learn about technology? that it has some things that are good yeah. and are very useful um, and can really serve us well. But then there are other limitations to technology as well. Like I know that I, for one, am ready to be in a group of people to, uh, to shake hands, to give a fist bump, to give an elbow smash, you know, <laughs> whatever it might be. Uh, because it's just not the same seeing you over zoom or it's just not the same being on a phone call uh, or be even being six feet apart is, is good, but it's not the same. Uh, We need to have that. There are limitations to technology. And I think people realize that even more now. I know for high schoolers, even like they, they've gotten screened to their heart's desire. And now they're like, ah, no, this isn't the way life is supposed to be. That's right. It is interesting to think about, you know, the generations that are brought up on, on this technology that we're using. Right. I mean, like you said, high school, younger, you know, even some college students, it's changing the way we think about and engage with technology. Cause you're right. I mean, I just long to be in a physical group of people to, to sit around, you know, one or two feet apart from people and not six feet because there's, you know, we are designed as communal people. Like right. we, we are, that's just an essential need, a spiritual need, a physical need, an emotional need that we have. Technology doesn't give us that. We're still distant. I mean, I have to imagine, you know, sort of nonverbal cues and all the technical things we right. sort of talked with Kevin and different articles have been written on and it's just draining and it's, it's just not, it's not the same, but at the same time, it's been good for us. And it does have a future in our ministry. We don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater to for use sure. that. You know, there is some use. I mean, this podcast is something that's a technological thing that we're able to do and to help bring the church together when it's scattered and to help equip in those different ways that is probably going to continue on into the right. future. We may have zoom calls at a lunchtime that 
it makes more sense for people just to log on to the Zoom call than it does for them to drive across town uh, and miss, you know, 15, 20 minutes uh, of a Bible study or a conversation over lunch because they got to get back to work or you can just pop on on your computer or those sorts of things may exist into the future just to help us in our efficiency, to help us in how we connect. They won't be the staples for how we do ministry, but I think that they have some future but it's helped us discern how we use technology. Yeah. 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 When we've just been forced and I think you're right. I mean, it would be an absolute mistake for us as a church to say, well, we're going to go back to just exactly the way that we were before. Right. right. I mean, a, I, I don't really see that happening anytime soon. I mean, yeah. this is going to carry out for a while. But B, that would be silly. I mean, we, we're always learning. We're always adapting. We're always growing. And, but just understanding how to do that. And I think the bolus of technology that we've had recently yeah. has just really helped us be able to think through, okay, what are the good? What are the bad? Yes. What's the fish? What are the bones? We want to eat the fish and throw away the bones, right? That's right. Yep. Yep. Because I mean, honestly, if I would have come to any of you and said, you know, pre-COVID, hey, let's do a Zoom Bible study, you know, just to make it, people would have been first, let's Zoom. Second, (laughs) why would I do that? But this has given us the chance again to look at it, to assess it, to know its limitations, but also to, to use it as a tool. For sure. Well, I mean, I think just looking back, it's really good. I, again, I have just been so impressed with the people that we have talked with, uh, all from Christ Church, with the, I think maybe Mark, Mark Ryan yeah, was the right. only other one, but just, uh, just the various ways that people are serving and I have just learned so much and so encouraged about that. So where are we going from here? Um, with this podcast, we are going to, we're, we're calling this episode 29, the season one finale. Uh, we just simply can't keep up a, a three podcast a week pace. Um, again, we, we had no idea that our lockdown was going to last for 10 weeks. Um, there is some sense in which there may be some opportunities, both with summer as well as with just the pace that we'll be able to get out and connect in small groups and have those opportunities to do that. So the, the immediate need that caused this podcast uh, will also be le- lessening. Uh, but like we said, we, we think that there have been, and we've gotten good feedback from a number of you, that there is some utility to continuing with the podcast forward. So we've been talking about it amongst ourselves, been talking about it with other people, and have some ideas both in terms of continuing sort of the highlighting of people from Christ Church, uh, serving, connecting, as well as uh, focusing a little bit on how do we use this podcast to really equip you to be the church um, and uh, thinking about ways that we might do that. You know, Addison, you've been talking a little bit, even faith and vocation, ways that that might play into the podcast. 
Yeah, that's right. I, you know, I'm really excited about what this has forced us to think about and where we're headed because I do see this is a great medium for equipping and for gathering people. And so with those different things that you said, faith and vocation, you know, we've been thinking about how can we share stories of people who are working out that theology, sort of the, the good and right understanding of God's uh, gift to us in vocation, his callings in our life. What does it look like for us to work those out? And just, this is a natural way to share those. We'd been doing lunches, uh, call them faithfully working lunches. A podcast is a natural place to share stories like that and to yeah. share that, that theology and to help people see and get a picture and a vision of what that might look like in their own life and how God has equipped them in their specific calling and vocation. So things like that are, are likely to come as, as we come back. You know, we'll, we'll do things you know, throughout the summer, off and on. We'll, we'll do some of what we've been doing, interviews and questions with people just to kind of keep up um, this thread of thought, these conversations, these observations, because it's not as if COVID is going anywhere. Right. Um, it, it's still here. Just there's the, like you had mentioned, the, the immediate need for why we started this is beginning to lessen. And to, to that, I think all of us could say amen and hallelujah. Right. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, you know, we would definitely encourage a couple of things. One, if you have ideas uh, about things that you'd like to hear or things that you, you think would be really benefit, would be really beneficial to you, feel free to contact us. You, you know how to get a hold of us uh, through the Christchurch website. Um, and we would love to hear those ideas and, and think about them. If, if you'd like to uh, be a part somehow of, of the podcast team, We'd, we'd be happy to find ways to uh, bring you alongside. Because again, one of the things that we've learned is it's not about us. It's about yeah. equipping all of us to serve one another. And, and, and we have some ideas that could definitely use uh, some folks in support of that. Um, and then check back just yeah. a couple of times. I, I would say a couple of times a month uh, through the course of the summer and we will hope to post some interviews with folks, just checking in with them, as Addison has mentioned, yeah. chance to connect with folks. But then really by the fall, uh, we'd like to have a, we have some ideas already, but we, we'd like to be going on a, on a clear sense of what podcasts, Christchurch, following Jesus with Christchurch 2.0 will look like. <laughs> season two, right? Yeah, yeah. season Maybe some some pro tips for you guys as as we sort of go off our regular rhythm. Um, if you haven't already, I would find us on an app, uh, and if you subscribe to it, you'll be notified on your phone, on your computer, maybe even by email uh, when we post something. We'll certainly post things on Facebook too. So that's just yes. make sure you're following us there so that you know when those things are coming, because uh, it's not going to be as regular as it has been before. And so just checking back to those sort of regular streams that we've created over the past 10 weeks for checking Correct. on these things would be a great way uh, to, to check on that content. And again, we're going to come back. This isn't goodbye and this isn't see you later. It's just sort of the closing of one chapter as we begin to think about the next chapter. It is a prime time to, <laughs> to close one chapter. Episode 29. Uh, it has been, I, I do have to say, Addison and I have had a great time. Uh, we've had fun doing this and, and thank you for joining us for the ride. Uh, but 
know this, that uh, we are continuing to keep our eyes on Jesus. You know, from the very beginning, following Jesus with Christ Church, uh, we, we are following him. Uh, we are in his train, connected together uh, with one another. And we want to continue to encourage you to do the same. So thank you for joining us. This brings to a close episode 29. Addison, my friend, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. It's been a pleasure. And we will see you all later. Thanks for listening. We're glad you checked us out. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website. It's ChristchurchGR.org. That's ChristchurchGR.org. While you're there, check out the Staying Connected During COVID-19 page for more resources, our home worship guide, the latest podcast, and other ways to stay connected. You can find this podcast on many of your regular podcasting apps, or that is through Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you enjoyed this content, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, sharing this episode with a friend or family member is a great way to keep them connected. We're so glad you checked in. We'll see you next time.